podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Keith Plunkett, who was on the club show on Monday, says, random question, favourite genre of bread? Are you a plain sliced pan fan, cosmopolitan baguette lover, a sourdough acolyte? The choices are endless. Andy, what, what's your what's your bread game like? Oh, yeah, I do like a bit of notions bread. Yeah, you are a bit notions, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I do like a bit of notions bread. Yeah. You know, when you go into it. Would, would you wander into like these places and go, ooh, look at the bread in here and take a while to think about it? Like, uh, I'd be bought over by a kind of a crusty white bread thing that they have to cut the slices off. Yeah, it's just a crusty loaf, Andy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, <laughs> yeah. I have, um, can I have one of them crusty bread yolks over there? The loaf, it's, yeah. They have, yeah. They have to get a big huge knife off and cut big, massive chunks yeah. of slices off the, yeah. the actual thing, and it's, and it's warm and all. Yeah, yeah. There's meant to be an unbelievable deli down in Crumlin. Yeah. Sun Drive. Right. Uh, do you know Matt the Rasher? Jair's Deli, is it? Across from Matt the Rasher. Right. It's not called Jair's Deli. Oh, you're crumbling you said I was thinking Bally Framer, sorry. No. And people no. listen to this that don't live in Dublin are wondering what's going on now, but go on. Across from Matt the Rasher. Matt the Rasher is very famous for its fry, fry ups. Yeah. But yeah. across the road, down on Sun Drive, just right at Sun Drive shopping centre, there's a, a notional deli across the way there. So Notions deli. <laughs> Yeah, I'd recommend anyone yeah. to go in there and get a, a portion of their uh, crusty bap sandwich things. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> You've really thought this true, Andy. Like, I'd love to see you ordering bread after this conversation. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Razor says, Brennan's batch. I'm with him on that batch bread. is just outstanding. Just uh, standard everything. Brennan's are, yeah, Bren, sorry, Brennan's batch. Batch bread, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will have. I have batch in the house at the moment in the pantry there for the first time in a long time. I yeah. have uh, skinheads on a raft today. Yeah. So, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, so so the pantry, you have batch in the pantry. Ba- big, big pantry update, by the way. Um, thanks do you for know that. what? Do you know one thing about batch bread and it doesn't happen on any other bread? Yeah, go on. What is it about batch that doesn't go, it doesn't go stale? It goes fucking hairy blue. I've never let batch um, last that long to uh, go hairy blue the one thing I would say about it is when you stick it in a toaster most bread will come out you know toasted and then you put a bit of butter on it and it's brand new batch comes out and you can put whatever you want in it molten lava and this thing will stay hard it's one of those Dylan O'Rourke says um, it depends on uh, it depends on your setting on your toaster though yeah I know Andy like you turn it up to make it more brown you turn yeah. it down to make it less brown 
So I like if you what are you saying about molten lava putting on it? If you put it like the way I like, no, toast, no, no, it's not. It's nothing to do. It's nothing to do with how brown this this batch is. No matter what you do, it comes out, and when you put butter yeah, on it, it, just stays rock hard. So kind of rock hard. Yeah. Do you mean it just like holds? butter and jam or literally, whatever you could, literally you could stick this fucking thing on Bramley Dock and you could play football on it in the water yeah. you know what I, I used mean? to make, I used to work on Brennan's actually do you know that and I did the, yeah. I did the batch I did the batch uh, oh, don't tell me something disgusting about the batch now that turns everyone off James Kelly says will you just give over it's 11 o'clock and you have them starving Razor says pantry <laughs> fuck off um, um, Centurion no. says Shaq or Oxford Bournemouth we'll get to that in a minute because we're having bread discussions um, but come on no, I worked there, yeah. Yeah, and was it good and night? I, Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, it was. It was that well. It was. It was probably the hardest job I ever had. Was it? What were you doing it, though? Were you like storing the dough or doing something like that? Uh, the 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 batch was two lads, right? Yeah. That uh, the dough came out with conveyor belt. You had to just kind of press it down with your hand, like you know, uh, what do they call it? <laughs> uh, I don't know, knee, needle or something. Needle in the dough. <laughs> yeah. And then you fucked it into uh, the in between, yeah, in between like this kind of long plank of wood, and then you lifted up the plank of wood, put it back down, and put the next row in, and then off they went down into the machine. Right. Yeah, that was that was that was good. Like used to work there with a few decent lads, but the the poxiest job on Brennan's was the tins. They used to call the tins. Yeah, I can't believe you've gone into this book of one. But uh, that was when the bread came down to the very end of its uh, life cycle of uh, production. Uh, life cycle, and the you'd have to take the bread came out of the tins, and you'd have to take the hot tins oh. off the conveyor belt and put it on these kind of racks to go back up to the top to yeah, yeah. put more dough in again. And they were roasting. I know you talk about bagels being the hottest thing. Bagels are the fucking hottest thing you've those, ever touched. Those tins were the hottest thing ever. They were like the sun. Are you surprised yeah. though that they don't make eggs? Like, say for eggman's sake, you like Cadbury's, right? So, yeah. say for eggman's sake, the whole nut bar by Cadbury's, just for eggman's sake, right? Yeah. Are you not surprised that they don't do eggs like they are now, but the inside of them is actually what the bar is? So, like, just a massive fucking round egg-shaped lump of chocolate with loads of hazelnuts in the middle. Would you, Do you mean like solid or actually yeah, just solid, a, solid. No, not just a load of fucking, you know, eyes nuts <laughs> rattling around in an egg. Not that no, stupid, Andy. No. Do you mean no? Do you mean the shell of the egg is actually just full of haze? I mean, I mean, I mean, when you get the it's egg, like it weighs, solid. yeah, it weighs like a bag of sugar, and it's just like, look, like, yeah, for argument's sake, say like a crunchy. So the egg is the chocolate egg, but when you put, when you go to break open the egg, the inside is the inside never of a crunchy. They're never gonna do that. Why, Andy? Because it'd be too heavy. For what? I think it'd be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, anything could be dangerous. And I could, I could fucking a brick is dangerous, but they don't stop producing them. Right. So say, okay, right. Hypothetically, it's around Easter time, and yeah. uh, you're heading into a football ground. You have a rucksack, and you have <laughs> an Easter egg inside for the kids. Yeah, okay. Well, you wouldn't be allowed in with that anyway. What's that? An Easter egg? And yeah. you go, yeah, just an Easter egg. Yeah. Right, game ball, no problem. Head, head in there, right? Yeah. And then a player's taking a corner and someone takes... Lamps an a, Easter egg at him. A whole nut 
Eats their egg. Yeah. Solid out of fucking bag, right? And yeah. Bounces it off some pretty fucking player's head taking the corner. Yeah. Does you not, can't does, have does not, you're, not think, you're not thinking no, straight here. Um, but hold on, Andy. Like the last thing I'm thinking about when I'm making and producing an Easter egg in the Cadbury's factory is <laughs> is this going to lead to football ultras lamping stuff at players? Like it's but not going to happen. That's the difference between me and you. Well, well it obviously is the difference because you're like you're clearly deluded. You, no, you can't no, no hold on, you can't no. you can't in, 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 in no most idea. football grounds you now no you can't yeah, access yeah. You, you can't access the area where you can see the pitch with a bottle with a top on it. How the, no, you can't. And how you the fuck you can't because in a lot fellas, of grounds? How, how do you reckon they're going to get through with an Easter egg? Okay, okay right. So what'll happen is this yeah. is this is how it works, right? Yeah. Sorry, just what for anybody happens. watching, for anybody watching or, or listening or whatever else, the football is finished now. If you're working for football talk, it's absolutely gone. By the way, so Liverpool have beaten Everton by five goals to two, right <sighs> points clear in the, in the Premier League. And me and Andy are onto way more important stuff like should right. completely solid Easter eggs be sold. Um, right. Yeah, basically that's it. I'm so going to explain to you. I'm going to explain to you, right? Mm. Uh, the fellas doing the checks on the way in and the touring styles, right? Mm. Tourists are allowed to bring bags in. They just get them checked, okay? They're going to see an Easter egg and they're not going to suspect anything. Yeah. Right, so, okay, the first player that gets in a solid home Easter egg smashes fucking across the skull taking a corner. That's going to, it's going to stop after that. But someone would get it. Someone would get badly injured. Yeah. Right? And when, when com- big companies like Cabri's are looking at new products, they do a risk analysis. So what you're saying is, if if, if I'm right much I'm thinking, if Cabri's were to do this, you reckon by doing this, they are endangering lives and Cabri's, football careers? Yeah. So don't think for a second that somebody on the fucking uh, production floor hasn't, hasn't thought of this. this. Yeah. Yeah. So they went... You know, so, you know the way like they give the the guys on the floor like little suggestion, fucking leaflets, and yeah. they fill out they Love fill leaflets. out the floor. They yeah. think yeah. they think, oh yeah, you know yeah. this is great. This will get me a promotion now. Like I, I'm the first one that's ever thought of a solid fucking uh, nutty egg. Right, mm. goes upstairs. The important people upstairs go, that's not going to work, and they go, why? Because you've done a risk analysis on that. Someone's going to get clobbered with a fucking solid Easter egg across the head they're going to get a fractured skull and we're going to be liable and we're going to have to pay out you millions you can't be liable for selling a fucking egg to someone Andy that's that's like okay. that's like, hold on a minute hold on a minute that's like right say for argument's sake you've not understand that, that look this, no, this on shit, shit goes to court that's say, never happened before for someone's, someone's for, taking the fall yeah I know but say for argument's sake you're sitting in your sitting room right or anyone sitting in their sitting room and a brick comes through the window Right. Yeah, and it hits you on the leg, and you have a big yeah. gash in your leg, and you have to get your leg amputated because yeah. something happens, right? You can't realistically take okay. that brick, go down to the builders' providers, and go, "I want to know who made this brick because I'm going to sue them." That's different because no, the brick not. is the brick is untraceable, Gav. No, well, you see, they shouldn't be; they should be stamped. You should know where <laughs> you should know what no. region of the world your brick is coming from. Because I can tell you, you, I can tell you now, okay. if they sell you use a chocolate egg as example. Yeah, but you, you take face, you take Facebook, Andy, right? right? People go into people on Facebook, right? Go into the likes of Tesco, and they go down to the oil with the lettuce in it, and they look at the lettuce and they go, "Look at this! This is fucking disgusting by Tesco. This lettuce was made in Israel." I'm never shopping here again. So okay. they can find out anything. I, going off I, topic I, now. No, I'm not going off topic. What I'm saying is, you're saying a brick is untraceable. It shouldn't be untraceable, Andy. You should know where your produce comes from. It should right. have board B printed on the side of it. If it's a <laughs> no, you know I mean? 
what'll happen is right. So take the uh, brick coming through the window example. Yeah. Except it's chocolate egg. Yeah. And it's got nuts in it and it's solid as fuck, right? And it comes yeah. through your window and it smashes you straight in the skull, right? And you run out the gaff, someone runs out of the house and goes, What the fuck is going on? And they catch the fella yeah. who's ever thrown the chocolate egg through the window, right? Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna take some sort of action, right? Someone split open. You're bringing someone to court. You're not gonna bring the young fella to court or the young fella's parents to court who's through the uh, chocolate egg through the window. You're gonna go for the you're gonna go for the hire. Yeah. Uh, the higher body in this yeah. who has the largest payout yeah that's Cabris right that's why Cabris have people at the top in their fucking fifth floor mm. who look at these suggestion slips and say no it's a solid chocolate egg isn't going to work it's going to leave our airs out the window and we're going to get they're going to get lit. there's going to be litigation down the line so look it's a lot safer if we just keep our eggs hollow nobody gets injured People still buy shitloads of it, and uh, and we're laughing. What? Did, did, when was the last time you ordered a skip? I, I tell you, uh, the last time I ordered a skip, I didn't order. I was actually um, helping my mother and father-in-law move house about yeah. six weeks ago, and they ordered a skip. Well, why? Why, why yeah. are you asking? No, the whole uh, level sides uh, thing. Yeah, some of them can be really strict on that, and some of them can't. Have you ever ordered a skip and went completely over the top and just went, ah, ah we get away with it? Ago. The skip in the 80s was fucking, so, like, they, you, you build it up to, like, fight the air gap. Yeah. And just tell you, man, just throw the net over that and, and fuck off. Yeah. Oh, no, your man would come across and he go, Jesus, what are you the fucking doing here? Look, we can't get that in the ruddy. Yeah. And then you throw him 20 all pounds. Yeah. And you go, we can get it out of the ruddy now and off you go. Yeah, he just... And he'd, he'd be scraping off the uh, the power lines going down the road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he... Somehow managed to get it into the fucking uh, yard and like that'd be it. But now, <laughs> nowadays, you, you get a skip and you, it goes a millimetre over the side edge. And uh, your man's like, what are you doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't all sound like that <laughs> but the one thing I will say to anyone that's, that, that orders a skip here's a bit of advice here. always get the longest pieces of wood you have build around the edge the thing with the skips is they don't want to going up over the level where they can shift off if you can get it nicely built and it's safe inside the boundaries of whatever you've built it up with they will happily take that skip that's that's where I'm going with that and I've spoken to a fella that owns a skip company before you fucking start ah uh, yeah you know, no. I think it's a money maker. I think like they'll tell you to dismantle the fucking thing. <laughs> Dude, will I tell Take. you? Will I tell you the best skip I ever seen, Andy? Go on. Right, so, so people might know we built a studio, right, that we use every week, and um, there was a lot of work involved in it. But we we ordered a skip, and uh, it was one Saturday. I don't know. You might have been there, Andy, but we I was finished. There, was there for all the skips. We finished with the skip, and I always remember. I said, the lads, right, I'm out of here, I'm going. And I walked out, and I swear to God, the skip was about about eight feet over the top of it, right? <laughs> but somebody, instead of, like, you know, breaking down the lengths of wood, there was two lengths of wood, and they were, like, literally the full width of the studio. So they were probably about 18 foot wide. They were just 
you know, massive lengths of wood. And somebody mm. just sat them on the top of the skip. So when your man arrived, the skip was in the garden and the one bit of wood was actually blocking the traffic coming down the road. <laughs> and your man was like, I can't take that. And Steve went and took, he took a fucking swivel chair off the top of the skip and said, is that all right now? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the worst skip I've ever seen. Um, so, yeah, so there we go. Skips. What do you make of skips, the crisps? Like, are you into them? Skip grips, yeah. Do you yeah. know what's mad about them? Generally, yeah. they're cocktail flavor. Yeah. They're actually not. Go on. No, it says prawn cocktail, but it's like just tomato um, flavoring in it. You're joking. There's no prawns whatsoever in them. Right. It's oh. tomato flavor. And what happened was they were designing a kind of crisps for tomato flavor. And then someone goes, they fucking uh, taste like prawns. Yeah, and they goes right. Well, sure, we just say it's prawns, and that that's what happened. So it's not it's not prawn cocktail flavor at all. No, it's like tomatoey powder shit, and uh, it somehow like just by pure coincidence, it tasted like prawn. Do you do dry January? Uh, just uh, just midweek. Yeah. Just midweek. <laughs> 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 so you don't. The the answer is no. No, I do. Like I'll. I'll, I'll be dry for January except for the weekends and on the weekends then you have a few beers or a bottle of wine myself right so it's not dry January it is it's not <laughs> it wasn't it because the weekends the, week, the weekends are in January no whatever Christmas yeah there was a stupid amount to drink drank yeah and that was very wet yeah every kind of you know every opportunity possible but uh, in January it's kind of back to normal Okay. Uh, just no skill, no drinking. And, yeah. So it's damp January. January. Yeah. That's yeah. probably fair. Uh, right. So it's so so. let's get to the point. It's not dry January. Do you want me to do dry January? No, I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm just, yeah, well, just you can't tell me, me. Stop telling me what I. <laughs> no, I'm not telling you what you can and can't do. You just can't tell me I'm doing dry January. Well, only... Stop telling me what I can call <laughs> by January. <laughs> no, only, like, let, let's break it down to seven days in the week, right? So yeah. each day makes up about 14% of the week. So you're doing yeah. a for, so 70% of the week you are dry. It's a 70% dry January. No, because it, I work a few nights at the weekend as well. So that cuts out a couple of them. Okay. Yeah. Moist January, key plunk, it's called. I think that's a good name. What's it called? Moist, Moist. January. Yeah. yeah, I'll go with that. But okay. I mean, if I, want to call it, if I want to call it dry, I'm entitled to do so. I don't think anybody, whether it's yourself, or and anyone in the chat there can tell me what I want. I'm going to call it dry January if I want to. Okay, well, you're lying to yourself, but that's that's <laughs> fair enough. Barry said he's planning a wedding. Um, I, would you have any tips from you? I know you're married, aren't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, did you plan your I own would, wedding? I did actually. I planned the whole thing. Just on your own? No. She, uh, she on had an no, app. She had no app. On an app? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Oh, there's an app for this stuff, is there? This is actually before apps. It was just like a... Um, a beta app. A beta, what would you call it? Um, it was on a website. Yeah. And yeah. There was features on a website. It could be an app now. I'd say your man has an app now. Mm. It would make more sense. Yeah. Um, but it's a step-by-step step process. Yeah. Did you go to any wedding shows, like, you know, where you can go to these places, at hotels, and do all the wedding shows and stuff like that? No. I left that to the bus. Yeah, uh, Barry Carr says wedding cars, yay or nay? Um, I can. We tell just you- used the cars we rented over in Italy. Oh, 
I thought you were going to say, we just used our own cars. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. I just visions of like, you know, you turning up in a Skoda, Octavia, and her just, actually, her Fiesta is grand, like, or something like that. Um, but uh, Barry reckons he's probably going to get a caterer. Well, you'll need something, because you'll need to feed them. But hotels usually do all that stuff for you. Wedding is, Barry getting, is Barry getting married in Ireland? Um, but um, Barry's from Donegal, so uh, I, I I don't know where I know his his wife to be name is Melissa, if I remember rightly from last week, and um, I don't know where she's from, so we'll have to find out off Barry whether it's uh, whether it's it's in Ireland or it's in wherever they, they want to go. Um, he wants a quattro party. Um, that's the car he wants, which is quattro party is made by Maserati, isn't it? Mm. Um, she wants Range Rovers. Um, she's watching too much Charchester United. Why can't she get a Range Rover and he get a Quattro Pope? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you can go half or half. Um, listen, I was listening to. Oh, they're doing it in Ireland in Donegal. Yeah, there should be. You should be able to rent continental quilts. Actually, why are they called continental quilts when you can't even get them when you're on the continent? Well, it might. They, they haven't specified which continent. Yeah, you know what? Oh, yeah. What so continent were you yeah. on? Well, when we were out growing up, like the continent was always like out to Spain in, or England. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's what, that to me was always being a little bit of irony. Yeah, I, I must look that up. Continental sheets. If anybody knows continental sheets, what the story is with them and why they call continental sheets, and Andy can't get them when he goes to Spain. Um, Andy goes, as we know, to Porto del Carmen in Lanzarote on holiday. And, no, uh, yeah. no, I did, I did. Oh, you won't be going back. All right, why? Full of north side. <laughs> Who was your favourite yeah. person in the A-team? I used to think I was gas when I uh, first got a mobile phone. I had the A-team as my voice oh, message. yeah. One yeah. of those. Is that when yeah. you, you got from the paper and you had to send 18 yeah. texts? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I think you have to get your tape deck out and sit there and record it beside the phone. Like, we must have thought we were mad cones back then. Hold on. You take out a tape deck record it beside the phone. Yeah, for your voice message, not for your ringtone. Ah, uh, your voice message. Yeah. All right, so, so, so say, goes, oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Record you message know, now. Sorry, Mr. Carr, but if you have a problem and no one else can help you, you can uh, call the A-team and then play the A-team <laughs> and then think of gas. <laughs> do you remember Do you remember the ones that where you could get um, the, the, the ringtones and you had to get in, you went, it was in the newspaper and yeah. you had to send a text to this number and they for in order to get it they would send you like um, you'd have to send three texts and they'd send three back and you were getting charged for the ones getting sent back to you and yeah. it'd take about it cost you about 20 quid for a ringtone it was probably like fucking crazy frog or fucking something like that do you remember them the, ones? yeah the best money I ever spent on um, phone stuff was when there was a website called Daily Texts do you ever remember that? no right, so do you ever get a text message from a company and it you don't have their number on your phone. You just get like, it'll say whatever, Evoca. Mm-hmm. That's what it'll say. It'll come in as Evoca. So it was like people could just access this website, paid to do that. Right. And you could write in any name you wanted. Like you could put in a name in someone's phone or else you could type in the phone number that you wanted to come from. And then of course your phone is going to read that phone number. And if it's in your phone book, uh-huh. it will. So um, you used to top up. <laughs> with a lot of them texts and spend days sending them around to people yeah. and like, 
Wasn't that yeah. one? As, wasn't that one as well where you sent off and they sent you back a message, but it was like um, it's just a list of buttons you had to press in order to record your own, like one one two four six eight four, and you just kept going and recording. And at the end, you played it, and it came out as the ringtone. I think that. Was oh yeah, sensation. that was uh, that was actually yeah. Remember that? Do you remember yeah, that? You could do that on um, those old Siemens phones, small phones. Yeah. And you actually recorded the ringtone yourself by yeah. typing in the, the music and the tempo and all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could you imagine doing that on your phone now, pressing all yeah. them buttons? Like the FBI would be down you like a light, you would. Someone was telling me about the, the uh, they got um, <laughs> a message back, like if, you know, they sent out their invitation, said, oh, like, send back if you have any uh, doors your requirements. Yeah. And someone sent back that they're pescatarians, or they they only eat fish. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, one thought like it said, the Presbyterian. <laughs> I didn't know what to do about it. <laughs> <laughs> what, like she'd be offended at the Catholic kind of. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, so right. she, okay. she thought that there would have to be like uh, Protestants included in okay. the ceremony. Yeah. What did they ask Ian Paisley to do a ceremony just to yeah. even it out? Um, yeah. I have a couple of questions. What? How do you stand on you know the cameras on the table? Oh, like those disposable cameras. Yeah, you know the way people leave. Yeah, uh, that that's tenement. Tenement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that bad, yeah. Yeah, that is the absolute ten- uh, the height of tenancy. Right. So yeah. so we can we can safely say you're not a fan. You, of want that. The, you know, for your uh, what do they call them? Your not gifts. Uh, what do they call it when you have your little thing on the table? There's a name for it. your someone. Come on, someone comment. Uh, your little gifts. Yeah, it's just a wedding yeah. gift, is it? No, little gifts on the table. Oh, I don't know. I just oh, have oh, your wedding gift. For I don't but know. Anyway, like people, people put little little gifts on the table. Yeah, like, like, you know, little yeah, thing. yeah. Um, wedding favors, is it? Favors, yeah. favors. Yeah. yeah. The most notional thing you can do is some sort of uh, donation of charity. Yeah. And everyone thinks you are the fucking chap here. Yeah. Now, you've donated to charity for every single person, so do that. Yeah. Uh, and then, no, no cameras. Oh, yeah. Do you know what we always get an asshole at the table who wants to take over the... Um, How long the speeches will be? Speech along the way, like... Yeah, without like, an A4 some, pad and a felt tip. Yeah, then. it's normally some loud mouth board that you've never met in your life yeah so yeah. maybe, maybe and, you, just, and, and you and your board have to pretend that your woman's really nice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like she's actually shouting her head off about about the length of speeches and what you have to do and passing the glass around and then like yeah. if you know sometimes if they say a certain word it moves on and yeah. then if you miss the word and you didn't pass the glass it starts shouting at you and all yeah yeah so maybe a little note on the table to say that nobody's to do that yeah do you not like the whole guess the guess the um the length of the speeches, no? I you know, I'd run with that all right, but just no one no one being like No one taking over the captaincy of it. No, like. don't be aggressive aggressive about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and if someone was aggressive, would you tell them like you're very aggressive? <laughs> would you? Yeah, it wouldn't be long if I tell them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> aggressive you are. Yeah, very aggressive. Yeah. This is far too aggressive for a wedding yeah. table. And come here, um, you know, the last thing on the weddings, um, you know the way the DJ gives it loads and all, and plays all the tunes. Like, is there any songs that are constantly played at weddings that you wish would just go away? You know, oh, like yeah. New like, York, come on, New York. Yeah, come on, Eileen, and all that. New York, New York, rock the boat. No, no, no come on, Eileen, or rock the boat, or anything like that. Yeah. Nothing, nothing like that. Not, none of those, like, you know, 
granddad DJs like standing up there thinking that a chap like floor fillers, none of that. What about Maniac Two Thousand, Andy? Yeah, yeah, late when all the grannies are gone. Yeah, okay. And bang on a few, um, yeah, dance tunes, few few house classics, like yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. Well, I think listen, um, this started off as me and Andy talking about um bed sheets. I think uh, we went on to football for a little bit, but not too much, and then it just um. We just organised Barry's wedding then um, for him and Melissa. Um, national anthem at the end of a party, Andy. What's your feeling? Oh my god, no, <laughs> no. I don't, I, I don't think Barry's probably not going to be able to avoid that being in Donegal. Yeah. But um, no, that's a complete and utter no. No, I hate when you're in a pub or anywhere and the national anthem comes on and it's a fast version of it and all, and you have to stand there with your hands yeah. behind your back and all, and yeah. like you, you know, brings out the. You know, the fellas who think they're in the raw, so no. <laughs> okay, no worries. <laughs> um. On the bedding thing, oh. it just made me think of something. You know that uh, that song, You Sunscreen? Yes. Yeah. It, I have another verse for that. With Not a verse. I'm not going to sing it or that. Mm-hmm. But it would involve spending whatever you can afford on your bedding, on your mattress. Yeah. And doing the same which are footwear. You need your back and you need your feet. You need your back. <laughs> yeah, and you need your feet. So whatever you can afford, go around and, you know, pennies fucking tracksuit legs or whatever. But boy, good, good footwear. Like and, Skechers. Yeah. Skechers, yeah. Well, it, Echo, anything to it, you know, in a two to three hundred euro bracket. Yeah. Uh, for your feet mm-hmm. and for your mattress anything kind of north of two grand <laughs> yeah okay I'm sure okay. Um, I'm sure and people then, listening now are thinking yeah the relieving officer is definitely going to give me all that money no but cut but cut corners when it comes to you know your jocks everything and socks like, yeah. you don't really need to spend you don't need Calvin Klein jocks yeah you know what I mean you can get jocks that will do you in pennies okay but, but uh, spend the big dollars on your mattress and your shoes and a leather, a good leather jacket. Oh yeah, I know. And listen, I give it a name. Yeah, a good leather jacket will will last you best part of a decade. Yeah, okay. Because you love leather jackets. Yeah, and you give them names. So five or six hundred euro on your leather jacket. So basically, what you're saying is, if you have three grand, uh, buy yourself yeah. a mattress, a pair of runners, and a leather, a leather jacket, jacket, and you live till you live forever. That's what I did the last time I had three grand. <laughs> is it? Yeah, okay. it actually is. Yeah. All right, okay. So, uh, look, 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 one for the kids there. Um, great life advice from Andy. Get yourself three grand. Um, literally, wear whatever you want on your legs and your and your upper body, but just buy yourself some good runners, a mattress okay. and a leather jacket. If you have access to a credit union, you know. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine going down to the credit union, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they say to you, what's the loan for? And you go, how much? And they go, three grand. And they're waiting for you to say a new bathroom or, or a little bit of improvement to the fucking front of the house or something. You go, what's it for? A mattress, a pair of runners and a leather jacket. Andy, <laughs> <laughs> Andy I'd love the video you going into a credit union and trying that. Do you, know, do you know what the great thing is, Luke? Yeah. You- you could like you could get that loan over ten years because <laughs> the mattress is going to last you ten years. The leather jacket's going to last you ten years. Your leather jacket's going to ten years. Yeah, last you ten years. Okay. The runners. What you could do? What you could do is get 
a good pair of shoes. No, hold on. If you get the two or three hundred quid runners, that'll last you a good year if you're a good walker. Yeah. What you could do is, you know, when you get out of credit, you need to pay off your loan every week. Top up. You can put a few quid in your savings, can't you? In your shares. No, what you could do is uh, you could get a little top up loan mm. to maintain your good footwear yeah. every year. Yeah. Well, you still have it paid off after 10 years. You just pay a little bit extra. <laughs> yeah. Dylan, yeah. can you look like someone that has an audition for Grease the Musical? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my uh, god, this is so good. Uh, Eighty four minutes we're on now. What? You know if you, you know, like if you're say you only had like a hundred quid in your credit union, you were looking for three grand and <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they said to you, Oh, I'm not too sure, like that's gonna have to go in front of the committee and they don't need till Tuesday. And you have to get down. Then say you had say they uh, you know they just needed additional information and wanted you to come down and talk. Yeah. I think if you follow that up, look, I have an audition for Grace the musical. <laughs> uh, you know, if you uh, want, if you want, if you want, you know the way the credit union do with the draw for the cars. Yeah. If you won the car and they're usually worth about fifteen grand the cars, you know they're like a little uh, high under yeah, i ten or twenty or something like that, right? Um, w- would you genuinely just say to them, listen, I'm cashing that in because I, that sorts me for life with runners. Jackets and, and mattresses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Like, you'd only hear of um, people winning lifetime supplies of ketchup and all, like, just mm. stupid prizes like that. Mm. Yeah, if I could choose a long, you know, a fucking um, lifetime supply, it would definitely be mattresses mm-hmm. and leather jackets okay. and shoes. Yeah. All right. Think well, about it. Yeah, no, listen, listen, I'm, I, I haven't got enough time to go over this and process this. It's just brilliant that um, you're telling people to spend three grand on um, on runners, leather jackets and matches. Uh, okay, what are you eating, Andy? Ah, uh, an orange. I'm, I'm, I'm having withdrawals, you know, when I'm doing Is it an orange just there with a the shop or is it an orange out of one of these fancy shops you go to? A Vogue. <laughs> it is a Vogue orange, is it? Yeah, it's real juicy. Uh, <laughs> is there more juice in it? Is there like, is there a juice like spectrum that that that's on oranges? And this will be in the the top echelons of this. You kind of know, kinda know by the skin. Do you ever get that? No, it's just an orange. Oh, yeah. No. All right, tell me, go on. No, it's smooth. It's smooth skin oranges. Right, and are they easy to peel? Because I fu- can't stand an orange that fucking just won't peel. No, I normally just kind of go around the edges with a knife, like a four quadrants, and then just peel it off and quarters. Oh, you cut up the orange? No, I don't cut it. I just cut the skin. Oh. Yeah, right. and then peel, peel it off. Like, is you there know. a special tool for that, or is it just a straightforward? No, it's just it's just a knife, just with experience. All right. Yeah. Knife and a bit of experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, okay. All right. Yeah. You're making this sound like you went on a course. <laughs> uh, but fair enough. Um, and is it a serrated knife? Obviously, it must be to cut through that skin, even though it's soft. No, I'm very sharp knife here. I got in the key. Right. Okay, cool. That's right. It's, it's a little one, you know, he'd peel the spuds around that. Ah, right, oh. the, the little one and a half inch jobby. Maybe a bit longer than one and a half inch. Would it? Okay. Well, look, at least we know now that you're eating oranges, how you've eaten them, how you've prepared them and stuff like that. So, Maybe so far, three and a half inches. Okay, no worries. Tell them what you got during the week. <laughs> the ring? Yeah, tell them what you got. The ring doorbell. Everyone has a ring doorbell. Yeah, but tell them what else you've done. You installed oh, yeah, no. the ring doorbell. 
Yeah. And then just to brag about having a ring doorbell, you decided to tweet ring on Twitter and say, I have a connected lads and it's not charging right. No, I've just I, emailed them now. No, excuse me. Right. Yeah. I, I was extremely frustrated yesterday because <laughs> yeah. um, it got the better of me. Yeah. You know, and it's only, it's only wearing a bell. Yeah. Um, I was a electrician in a previous life mm. and I wore the bell mm. um, and couldn't figure out what the fuck the problem was. Mm-hmm. You know, all the obvious checks went online and there was such like there was seemed to be loads of people with the same problem with no solutions. Mm-hmm. So I got annoyed and uh actually do you know what I did? I went onto Twitter to see if was anyone having the same problems and then I seen how responsive their Twitter account was. Oh and I says, Ah, I'll I'll talk and um, in fairness to them, they were with, back with me in minutes. Mm. And what was the problem? And we had well, when you work, you, you can use an, um, the battery and you have to take it off the bracket every, whatever, few days or oh, week. to the mains. And you charge it inside the house. Yeah. Or else you can put it into the um, the transformer from your existing bell. Yeah, so it's, it's just low like, voltage, so it has to be transformed. Yeah, it's supposed, to, it's supposed to work between 8 volts AC and 24 volts AC. Mm-hmm. And my traffic my had 10 volts and it wasn't uh, wasn't charging. Right. And then, yeah, and then it started charging during the night and I couldn't fucking figure out why it was charging during the night. And then today, it wasn't. Right. Is it all fixed now? Yeah, the problem, well, the problem is is uh, is 90% resolved. Okay. All right. I know what I'm going to do tomorrow if it's not sorted. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. we, we'll ask for updates on that and the next time yeah. you're on. Um, and just one last question on it. How many times have you sent your wife or child out to the front door to ring the bell while you sit in the back room on your app and see if you can see them at the front door? Uh, well, my little fellow kept wanting to do that. That wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but you can you can have a great crack with it. You can set it oh, off. Great crack with it. <laughs> you can set it off even without going out and pressing it. How? Because the app does everything. Oh, the app rings your own doorbell. It's a wonderful piece of uh, uh, equipment. Okay. Sound like Brendan Rogers. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a wonderful technician. Oh, oh yeah. I remember tweeting um, Bobby um, Watson. Watson because he loves Jesus too. Yeah. And I asked him. You um, tweeted Bobby Watson, the golfer. Yeah. What did and you I ask said, him? I asked him, "Would uh, you know? Does does loving Jesus make you a better golfer?" Because at this stage, I, I was probably playing off about twenty one, yeah. and, and I you tried had about every, eleven cans on you, <laughs> and I tried everything else, and I was thinking, "Fuck it, like why not?" Yeah. It seems to work for him. He was playing, he was playing balls out of um, you know, in the Masters, he played a ball out of the trees, and it did a shape mm. that only Jesus could have gotten to do. Do you know what I mean? So I tweeted him anyway. And so uh, hold on, he, just before you go on. Yeah. You reckon that Bubba Watson playing at the Masters? Did he win this Masters? Yeah, that was the right. Masters should, where he should, played the ball. Yeah, should should the Masters be taken off him because he had outside interference from Jesus? <laughs> you know, I mean, like Juventus had were match fixing. Right? Juventus were match fixing had them titles taken off them. Surely Bubba yeah. Watson should have to give back his green jacket. I think it's all about proving it. Well, you said you just you just made a statement that only Jesus could have made this ball shape like this. Yeah, but how do you actually go about proving it? Right, so you're lying to us. Why? Because you're saying it was Jesus. I'm saying only it could have, like in my in my opinion, it's it was a shape that I've that I've never seen any other player do. Okay, all right. And you know, it was it was kind of like yeah, it was like um, 
Suarez's volley against Arsenal. Mm. It was like there was a higher force right. involved there. Okay. Yeah. And I think like I think if that ball had have flown into the net, we mm. probably the the world might have ended. Because I think everything would have just went into the goal after that ball. Yeah. You know, like it sucked in like a yeah. vacuum. Okay. So that's the kind of forces that were at play there. So um I tweeted fucking Bubba anyway and I just asked him does following Jesus or does loving Jesus make you a better player? And he mm. said, no, but it'll make you a better person. Oh. And I thought about it for a while. And then you said, fuck uh, off, I Bubba. Just, I just moved on. <laughs> <laughs> I have a really good question here for you. Um, Chris Brack says, if you could do away with one fast food chain because the food is appalling, which one would it be? Oh, um, is uh, is that question come from Ireland? Ireland or no? He's in England. He's in England, so they won't know what Abercrombie is. No, they won't know what Abercrombie is. But Abercrombie is a fast food chain that does it does kebab, oh, it does chicken baguettes, and it does burgers and stuff like that. You don't, you're not a fan. Do you know what I'm going to? I'm, I'm going to I'm going to like give a generic answer. Mm. Chinese restaurants. Chinese food. Yeah. Fuck off, Andy. I think it's absolutely disgusting. Will you stop? Andy, well, Andy, Chinese food is disgusting. Yeah. Why? Uh, because it's just, well, I don't, I do know what it's like in England. I've had a Chinese in England loads of times and it's the same. It's shy. They yeah. buy shit fucking chicken and they fill it up with water and they buy rotten veg and everything is just as cheap as <laughs> possible. And then they dress it up in a curry that's full of MSG and salt and oh, shit. Oh, no, you can request no MSG in your, in your Chinese takeaway now. Yeah, but, yeah, but there's there's all sorts in it. Mm. Uh, fucking, you name it. And it's put on a plate and it's all, you know, if you want it, right, this is what, this is what Dylan's having a breakdown. He said that's no. out of order. Chris Brack says it's outrageous, Andy. He should be banned from the podcast. Um, no, um, I remember, I remember being in a fairly decent Chinese restaurant, mm-hmm. and uh, like so, not not one of the best ones in, in all <laughs> around, like, but certainly like a decent one. Like yeah. when you'd walk in and go, oh yeah, okay, yeah, this is good. Mm. And somebody ordered like chicken with black bean, and they came out with beef and black bean for them. And he went, oh, sorry. And do you know, like, when Homer's dad came into the strippers and he seen Homer yeah. and he, he was like a revolving door, that was like your man went back into the kitchen and came out the other side with basically his proper, like a, a Maybe somebody a else ordered thing. chicken and he ordered beef and no, they just got them mixed up. No, it didn't. He, they just went in and scooped it out a big, huge pot that was sitting there. And uh, so that's the way it all is. It's... Cheap, piled high, fucking fast foods, sitting there all day. Um, most Chinese is like Chinese takeaways. You have to, you can see that they serve the food out a hatch. And if you ever look in, you can just see it's big, huge pots full of curry well, I, will, I will say well, that Chinese is that you don't see into the kitchen. I'm not a big fan of. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Chris how many Mark Chinese says, have ever been and they can see right into the kitchen? Oh, um, quite a few. Ah. Uh, they're awful. Most of them, most of the Chinese takeaways that you find yourself in after a few points or whatever, mm. they don't even leave the door open for a, for a full second. 
Mm. You just see the door opens and a fucking hand comes out with a bag and <laughs> the door shut <laughs> in seconds. Chris Brack says, Chris Brack says you need to stop going to cheap Chinese. Uh, Keith said, Keith Plunkett says Andy has a gold card for a Volca. Chinese is not his bag. Do you find yourself down in a Volca and, you know, you, you must have mates down there, do you? Like, you know, people that you see and you kind of become friends with them from being regular down there. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll just have little chats around, like, how disgusting Chinese takeaways are. <laughs> we'll just have that, like, you know, would you be yeah. standing there with an organic avocado going, and would you look at the beauty of that and you think get people out there are eating from Chinese restaurants? It's appalling. Yeah, it is appalling. Yeah. Um. No, I'd, I'd be sitting there talking up sushi. Do you like and, Indian food? Yeah. Oh, that's okay, because if Chris said if that's a no, the podcast is finished. Dylan O'Rourke no, just likes a steak and kidney pie. Indians, the, the thing about Indians is, like, you can find absolutely shit ones, a bit like mm. the Chinese. It's like, it's just, but you, you can find some fucking real, real quality um, okay. Indians. Like, you know, I'd say the percentage of nice Indians is about 50-50. Mm. And um, the Chinese, you're talking like 99.9%. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think I don't think you are, but I think you're making that up. Yeah, so, I think, no, I, I somebody think says agreed, Andy. Oh, yeah. So this is a an actual um real life witness. A real life witness. Yeah, agreed, Andy. I worked in a Chinese, right? So he has experience. Yeah. And a chicken came in backpacks mm. left in a pot of water. Do you know what do you know what does wreck me head? Go on. People going out going around with their water bottles. Why, Andy? Why? <laughs> that die. come on. Do you have to be hydrated, Andy? Yeah, but don't go round with it. What do you want them to do? Put it in a place and go back to that Not place. Not like on the garden up. wall. What? No. They're out in walking, the, they're out running. In your locker room work or in your drawer or somewhere. Don't be going around with it like thinking it's party. But like an accessory. And, the, and like no, whoever you're telling me there's people just randomly bottle. walking around with bottles of water, like a water bottle. Yeah. I'm, are you not talking about people running and, and jogging and stuff? No. People that are like, you know. Going the bookies. Going, <laughs> going around with a water bottle. You know, the, like, you know, the way you, like, and you have all these advanced water bottles now with different shapes and different, like, uh, mechanisms for soaping your water. Yeah. You know, as if, like, just taking a soap out of a glass isn't right. fucking good enough anymore. But, but. <laughs> But hold on, like, are you, t- are you, t- like, if I gave you this scenario, do you believe it's happening? Mick comes out of his house to go down the bookies to put a bet on the, the race of Haydock I have to. Yeah. And he brings a water bottle with him. Oh, yeah, he just sit down, like, and place his water bottle. On, on the, in the bookies? Yeah, well, I don't be in the bookies. So, but, but, but you're saying place. the chances are someone's going to bookies. In the, wor- in, the wor- in the workplace or in other people's workplaces, you'll see it happening all the time. And if I ever see anyone's water bottle and they turn their back, I'll either stash it or put salt into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this, like people, I understand people that are in work, say they're out and they're working in a warehouse and they're out there for hours walking around and stuff. And they yeah, water bottle. With what? Leave it in your pocket? Your locker. Why would you leave it in your locker? You're out there for hours. You just need a drink. No. If you can, if you're, hold on. If you're walking in a warehouse, say you're driving a forklift, and yeah. you start at eight, and you don't get yeah. a break till half ten, so two and a half hours. During that time, you might get thirsty. Are you suggesting to me then that's that if I, hold on. Kind of, that's different because it's kind of practical and functional. But right. do you not know the type I'm talking about who goes around with a fucking bottle of water? Like, but where are they, Andy? Bottle of water. What? Where are they? 
Everywhere. But where Colleges. You... The workplace. Oh, so you're talking about a fella that is going to college and gets on a bus with his water bottle. Yeah, well, if you're going to college, you have a bag, obviously. And yeah. you should just keep in your bag instead of walking around with a water bottle in your hand. Right, so what do you're saying... Am I the only one who notices people going around with water in their hand for these days? <laughs> hold on, hold on. A fella, a fella, Dylan says, a fella to his job as a plastic bottle. This is bullshit. And it's eight litres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who, who drinks eight litres of water in one city? Hold on, Dylan. What do you walk it's at? Shaped like the, it's shaped like those fucking ones he used to stick upside down on the water that's spent in an office. <laughs> yeah. Eight litres. Could you imagine that? Imagine going over the strap in your back. Do you remember the rocket man that used to be at the football matches so you could get coffee off him? Um, eight litres of water. That's, that's, that's not real. Wanker. That's that you were dealing with. Yeah, but uh, look, I get people that are going to the gym or going for a jog or out for a strenuous walk. Yeah, that's water. totally different. I get, that. totally different. I get people that are, I get people. A water bottle has a place. If you have a very physical job, like say you're a bricky or a roofer or something, and it's going to be hassle to come down, grand, put it beside you, or you're out running, or you're training in the gym, or you're doing whatever. Yeah, yeah. you need a bottle of water, but a bottle of water should not be a, um, an accessory for walking around. But this around is what I'm trying to establish with you. If, yeah. if 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 I said to you, Andy, tomorrow, um, you and me are going to start working a warehouse tomorrow, and we're going to be forklift drivers, and yeah. I brought a bottle of water with me out and put it on my forklift, yeah, would you look down? Would you look at me and go, "What a prick"? No, I yeah, well, I would, but what I do is I'd hide your bottle of water. But why, Andy? Because in that, ca- but in that case, Andy, in that case, Andy, <laughs> you, what you're saying now is right. What you're saying now is is that. You feel it'd be okay for me to go? Oh, I'm thirsty. Get off the forklift. Walk back through to the area where the lockers are. Take a drive water forklift, and come back to drive me. Drive your forklift to the nearest water dispenser. But maybe there's not a water dispenser in a warehouse. There will be. It's, not it's in the warehouse. Long, I wouldn't. No, no, it's no. no. Yeah, your employer has to provide you with uh, refreshments. Not in the water. Not in the warehouse itself. Ah, uh, they will be. No, 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 no. You can't have you can't have water dispensers in warehouses, Andy. You can have them in canteens that are within the confines of the warehouse, but you can't have water dispensers in they warehouses. Ring can't. a warehouse, ring a twenty four hour warehouse that you know of. The you ring one now. Ring DHL now and ask them. I won't be. You ring DHL. They're open twenty four hours. And ask is there a is there um, a water dispenser out on the warehouse floor? Would you get speaking to someone in the warehouse? I'd right say now? you would, but I can tell you something now. There's no way you have a water dispenser on the warehouse floor. It's a health and safety uh, issue. There will be. Warehouses are full of dust. That's the first thing. Most of the time, the floors in warehouses are painted quite slippy under feet. If you drive a forklift, you'll know about it. You pouring water on that is not a good idea. They'd have a they, barrier around it. They would be. No, no, no. So what are you going to do? Get in behind the fucking barrier and drink it? No, there could be a barrier that you can access from standing position. No, it would be just not below your fucking forklift or whatever. Could, you could have a canteen that has a door going out into a warehouse with it in the confines of that canteen, but you can't have it out in the. You can't just have. That'd be like just running a garden hose out to the fucking thing and going, "Oh, here, I'll just take a swig off that." Right. Let me let me let me try and describe this a bit better. Right. So, places where you previously wouldn't have found. Bottle, people with bottles of water. Right? So you go back to the 80s, you'll find people in the fucking uh, gym with a bottle of water, right? Or in mm. whatever, going for runs and shit like that. They'll have water with them. Yeah. 
I'm talking about dickheads who've read an article who says, which, and the article says you now need to drink eight liters of water a day. No, you don't. This. Yeah, but these articles that they've read well, says that's Dylan's this. Dylan's making work. He should be in the eight liters room. I'd say he gets on the bus now with that. Your bladder won't thank you. Yeah. But you don't yeah, need eight liters of water. Like Do you recommend two? Two liters of loads. <laughs> Someone asked you, did I just invent a new accessory, a water bottle that enhances your daily outfit? Yeah. But like, two liters is loads. But the, like, what I'm saying to you is, Andy, you can't be expecting an employer isn't going to say to you, uh, we don't like, like, if you're employing someone, Andy, you want them out there walking. You'd rather them have a bottle of water out with the mulder walking rather than them coming back every 15 minutes to take a sup of water from a bottle that's in a locker because you don't mm. look at them walking around with a bottle. Yeah. So, warehouse thing, I think you're out of order. Now, unless, unless like your warehouse job probably involves a little bit of physical labor, then it's probably. Well, most of them do. Yeah. Well, then then it's kind of acceptable that they would have a bottle of water. So, I think no, you should no. take the warehouse coming back. <laughs> you know? Well, I'll, I'll retract the warehouse. You brought up that example. Mm. I'm talking about people say they're sitting at their office desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. Now, there's they're a water dispenser in the office. I'll give and you that. a fucking water bottle on their table in front of them. Yeah. And they keep filling it up to the dispenser and bringing it back with them and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and they, every time they go over there, they just, and then someone goes, you know, Jesus, like, you're drinking a lot of water. Oh, yeah, I read this article there uh, today, yesterday, and it says you need to drink eight litres of water a day, mm. and they're for the fucking, they're spend their fucking whole day either at the water dispenser mm. or drinking water at their desk or in the jacks pissing. Yeah. But you see, they would spend more time pissing in the jacks than the fella like that would come back to get his water. So from the warehouse, you know what I mean. So it swings and roundabouts. But I know where you're coming from. People just using a bottle of water as an accessory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like just kind of sitting there and, and people that take like, people that take um, you know, like um, what do you call them? Supplements. You know, like mm. this whey powder and stuff. Yeah. Like people. Why do people put that in the bottle and leave the house to take it? You know, <laughs> you have to go and stand in the local shop and drink it to show people they're drinking it. Well, it's, well this is kind of an extension of my problem because, mm. like, a lot of the time you don't know what's in the um, what's in the bottle. Mm. Like, it could be their whey protein, yeah, mm. and and then like they're soaping away, and someone goes, uh, oh, "Drink a water," that? and then they go, "No, no, no." Oh, what is it? Oh, it's this new whey protein. Uh, fucking Johnny are down the blade and uh, Jim was saying it's Whopper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Whopper. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah. Two, two scoops, man. Fucking 60 grams uh, protein, yeah, down the fucking uh, hatch. Yeah, fucking look at the size of me. And uh, then they realized that it's just powder and it just flies through you. Yeah. And your body was never designed to... Digest synthetic fucking. I remember people went. Remember people went through the mad phase of like eating raw eggs. Is that gone? Yeah, now? Is that yeah, gone? Now, they, is it? Yeah. Is that yeah. Gone? Yeah. Salmonella. Because I'd love. I'd love. No, don't get me wrong. If a fellow walked into a shop, took out a, a plastic bag, and just turned upside down and emptied three or four like raw eggs over into his mouth, I'd find that amusing. 
Yeah. You know I mean, that'd yeah. be more amusing than the way stuff, but um, that, yeah, or, or you know, like you know, the, the fella who just gets into the gym, like, and he's going around, going down to the gym to drop a few weights, you know, the you know, they can't even lift them, they're dropping them on the floor, mm. you know, that that fucking shit, and yeah. uh, and like they're milling the whey protein over, or they're eating uh, 16 chicken breasts a day, like, out of a lunchbox in their glove, and like, you know, uh. And they like to be all bits of broccoli. They prep. Do you ever hear? Yeah, prep. Yeah. Oh, that's me. Prep for the food week. Prep for the week. There be loads. Yeah. But you know what's the food prep, oh. right? The trays they have. The the trays they have. The the plastic containers they have that food prep in for the week. Yeah. It's the exact same as the plastic containers you get out of the Chinese takeaway when you order like a, a chicken curry. Oh yeah, it's like cut rabbit. Do you ever know that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, only sure to come in with a in a brown paper bag. Yeah, with a menu stuck to the bottom <laughs> yeah. of it. And a bag of salt and vinegar <laughs> over. <Yeah. laughs> you hear fucking mad things being sold in Tesco and Sainsbury's that you wouldn't see in Tesco here or one of our... I uh, did see an Aldi here. It was definitely breakfast like... A, a, yes, breakfast in a can. Breakfast in a can, that's what it was. I seen yeah. that in, in Aldi here. That would never sell here. There's no one that fucking... Ridiculous, like no, that's graceful. It's um, no, it's anything like that. Over can is like even um, that sausage and beans in a can. I can't stomach. Yeah, come on, like, but blending your food, fuck that. You'd want to be a fucking scumbag, like to walk into Sainsbury's or Tesco and, and buy a couple of cans of that, and then like, what? What do you do? Crack them open in the car park and start fucking? No, you bring. What happens with them is you, you bring them home. And you you just take them out with a can like it with beans and just heat them up, oh, and then you just eat it. That's what it some is. People, some people are they've no respect for themselves. Like if I want to, I want to discard your fellas going around with like that bottles of water with lemon and all sorts in it, mm. uh, showing off and this, and then telling you what you have to eat like vegan food and all. Yeah. And then in the other end, you people eating uh, like breakfast in a can. Dylan says, don't eat on planes, freaks me out. Bought a three-pack of Kinder Buenos for an eight-hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> One minute into the flight, please note a woman is allergic to peanuts, so no, no products. <laughs> oh, wow. Disaster. <laughs> <laughs> would, you not just, would you not just claim ignorance and went, well, there's no nuts in that. Kinder yeah, Buenos. Like, and people mad on their, on their demands. Like. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dylan Rook says if he eats a Kinder Bueno, he's another 7 hours and 58 minutes to deal with a dead woman three rows up. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, Chris Brack says get going. She won't be dead. She'll be just suffering with anaphylactic shock. A very, a very narrow airway for the 7 hours and <laughs> 58 minutes. Relax, though. We'll be there in a minute. Yeah. Um, she, she should have her EpiPen with her anyway. Yeah. Like, you can't stroll onto a plane with no EpiPen and go, oh, I'm allergic to peanuts. Like, you know what I mean? Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. 
wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and More. Sports Social Podcast Network.